Hello. What's up? Hey, what's going on, my guy, man? Not much, not much. Yeah, man. Welcome to the our first podcast together, man. I, I'm glad to have you on here, man. I've been trying to um trying to get get you on here for a while, man, because I know that you're a brother that 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 contains a, a a great big uh deal of love for God and His Word. Oh, right, and, right. And uh, you know, I feel like you uh, I mean, you have uh some uh some some things and teachings under your belt that that uh might might impact some people and just some experiences that you've had growing up. So yeah. Uh, so I, I just want to first of all, I'm, I'm introduce myself. My name is uh. William, otherwise known as Sav or Savvy, uh, you know, William Johnson. And uh, I want to give you a chance to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell the people about you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. My name is Shamar Phelps. Uh, a lot of friends call me Mar. And I go to New Life Christian Church in Seattle with Brother Will over here, who is great on the piano. And I am a deacon who is being called to become a pastor Amen. someday. Amen. So right now it's great, you know, to be talking with this brother right here who has possessed so much knowledge and who is a big brother and a role model to me. So let's get Amen. to this. Amen. So today, man, you know, um, I'm just staying uh, uh, along this, this, this um, specific topic that we we've been going to, uh, you know, in Sunday school and our lessons and things that I right. mentioned and brought it to a, 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 a generous giver. Now, um, I just want to, first of all, say, first of all, I'm going to just say a quick word of prayer before we even get into it. So I'm going to say, first of all, um, Father God, we come humbly, Father, yes, for, yes. for an opportunity to dig into this word, Father God. Yes. Lord, an opportunity to help reach and teach people, Father. Right, right. But we we thank you right now, Lord, for all those that will listen or take the moment just to pay attention right now, Father God. Yes, Father. God. And for all the souls that are seeking truth and wisdom, Father God, Lord, we ask that you that you send them the Spirit, Lord, in your love and your, yes, word. your word. And we God. thank you for everything that you've blessed us with so far. And thus far in our life, Lord, and all those to come. Yes. We thank you for this opportunity. And, and for this such, we say thank you. And thank you, in your son's name, amen. Amen. So, so before we go ahead and get into this, I just want to say, there was a scripture that I wanted to touch on real quick. So we can just go ahead and start it off, man. Um, we're looking at Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter and a sixth verse okay and it says but this i say he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully and that's in the king james version right and we're, we're talking about giving and coming from a generous heart now uh, i wanted to kind of really get a background on and what we're talking about, that's in Second Corinthians. It also gives us a, a background in Exodus where it talks about um, people coming and bringing um, 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 gifts and things of that nature to God. And and um, and and in that that specific position, we are to to give back to God who has given us everything. The gift, right. the greatest gift of life and the greatest gift of all is his son. 
Yes. Now, now, um, with that, I just wanted to bring it to layman's terms for people, you know, so we don't have uh, to to dig too deep into the literature. I want to understand what generous giving is, and if 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 you've ever experienced it in your life, have has anybody ever been generous to you and your family before? Um. I would say yes, you know, um, growing up, I had, you know, like two godmothers, you know, that are my mom's best friend and my grandma's best friend. And there were times where we were in need and we had lost, you know, my grandfather had lost his church and moved back to his old church. And so we were just studying, losing our faith and studying, not even remembering who we live for. And that is the great man of Jesus Christ who has given us a second chance. But I always remember where I was 12 years old and we were being evicted out of our apartments and we lived in this bedroom apartment with my grandmother. And it was sad because we'd never seen my mother at this state before. And at that time we had lost our faith and it was getting to the point where I didn't even know anything about Jesus. And I was just saying to myself, what do we do? You know, do we... Mm -hmm. Do, do we take somebody else's possessions and use them for ourselves or, right. or do we just keep on struggling and living like this? You know, I could have went to that point where I could have stole somebody's stuff where they worked super hard for it and they were in the struggle yeah. just like us. But instead, that's right. That's right. But instead, you know, uh, in the Bible, in Proverbs 4, verse 7, and this is the New Living Translation, it says, Getting wisdom, gaining wisdom is the wisest thing. Now, for those who yeah. don't understand that, when you gain wisdom, you seek wisdom, and you seek it from other people. So what we did is we sought those who were generous and, 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 and who loved us, and, you know, they came through with money, supplies, and stuff like that. And that's kind of what brought us back into the faith and to make us remember because because of what it said in the Bible, because the Bible is God's word. And, what, right. and that's what God was saying to us. And so we did what God said. And, right. You know, that that was, okay. yeah, and so that was a time. And obedience is definitely. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Right. And 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 that and that goes on me to ask you another question to set it up. Um, do you feel that it's important since you experienced that giving coming from someone close or or whoever it may be, whoever God chose to give and from this generous place, do you feel like it, it it's on your hands now to to give that same experience to somebody else, be it somebody you know or don't know, do you think now that it's it's on you now to, to return that to to the kingdom? Because I feel like if you've done the the word says what you've done to the least of mine, you've done unto me. Right, correct. Right. Right. Okay. Now, how do you feel about being generous in your in your nature? Well, we're all supposed to be generous, you know. Jesus Christ, as he ministered for three years, was generous. And the biggest thing right now, he is still generous today because the thing that flows within this is the blood, where it says the blood still works, and that is his generosity. Of of course, you know, it's it's, it's very great to do that, you know, because as you enter the ministry and as you submit to Christ, you're giving. 
when when the pastor is preaching, he's giving. He's giving God's word, a yeah. little bit of mm-hmm. his word that flows through God. And when mm-hmm. you pay your tithes, offering, when you help somebody out, when you pray for one another, it is giving. Right. As you're in the life That's of God, right. as you submit to Jesus Christ, you are giving no matter what it is. You know, yes. everywhere in life mm-hmm. we're giving. You know, there's, you know, some may not see it, but when we pay rent, pay our taxes, we're giving because. Those Damn. taxes, you don't know who it's going to. It could go to somebody in right. need, jails, whatever. So at the end of the day, in this circle of life, we are giving. And it is good yeah. to give mm-hmm. because as you give, you will give back. Because God blesses us no matter what. We just have to call on to the name and we remember we have to yeah, give. Yeah, that's right. Because give and it will give and it will be given back to you. Right. And together. also people don't think about this, but we're also giving back to God. When we praise his name, call upon his name, shout hallelujah, dance, pray to God or whatever, we're also giving to God. Because when right. I say God doesn't need help, that's true. God doesn't need help. But at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that we can't give back to God. We can't. Yeah, we God. still have responsibility, exactly. right? Because it's the Bible says, will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? And the thing is, truthfully, we can give our time. We can give our 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 gifts we can give and, and it's not that we can it's we should Amen. and if you and if and if if you allow me to go right to this to on to this this next scripture i'm just going to read on read through real quick okay it says then all the congregation and i'm i'm excuse me it's in exodus the 35th chapter okay the 20th through the 29th i'm just going to run through just a couple verses of it okay you follow me yeah then all the congregation of the Israelites withdrew from the presence of Moses. Right. And they came, everyone whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing. We're talking about those who, who were moved in their heart to give. Right. That's the generosity we're talking about. We're not talking about being forced Right. We're dealing with a God who, who loves. He gave us the will, freedom of will and choice. Now it says, and they came, everyone whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing and brought the Lord's offering to be used for the tent of meeting and for all its service and for the sacred vestments. Right. What the saying is that people who were moved by the spirit of the Lord, who willingly giving out of the, the love of their heart unconditionally on no condition on no terms giving to God. Now it also goes on and continues and it talks about how people were bringing their objects, their gold, their rings. And then those who didn't have those objects, you can see they were bringing their clothes, their, their best linen and their best skins and things of that nature. Right. And then, and then um, it says, then you have women who, who spun with their hands and they and they made they made you know garments and things and they brought spices and oils and things of that nature, which lets me know and anybody else that's uh, uh, studying the word, we know that it's about whatever you have and whatever you're willing to give to God. But you can't sit and you cannot put yourself in a position where you're robbing God of what he 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 deserves. We don't. God doesn't need our help. Right. But at the end of the night, we owe it to him, right? the giver of our life, the author and the writer 
of our life, you know, the most high. So anyway, um, to continue on, I just, I, I, I see that some people have, um, you know, some people have set doctrines and I don't deal with trying to confuse doctrines or trying to debate doctrines. We know that we've been taught to tithe and things of that in church. Um, But my question is for those of, of, of God's people that don't have it uh, financially, what do you propose that they can do to, to give back to God and his people or to his church? Well, the number one thing to do, of course, is to always pray. Pray on every situation that you're going through. That's the number one thing, to prayer and call on the God. That's what it means to put God first. God is, yes, pray. Is, is to pray and also to, you know, seek people of wisdom who are, you know, willing to want to help you. You know, if, you, if it's your pastor, first lady, deacon, right. drum player, piano player, uh, uh, elder, you know, Whoever of the church usher, it, it, it doesn't matter. Even people you are very close to outside of the church, you know, right. uh, uh, seek those and 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 ask them to help. Ask them, you know, for help. And and when you do get your blessing and, and the servant prayers of the righteous, yeah, yeah. And when you are financially stable, it doesn't hurt to give back. You can always say, "How can I repay you?" You know. Do you need help with anything? You know, stuff like that. You know, generosity is what we want to do. But the number one thing to do is to pray on the situation. Because if you don't pray on it, then you're going to be leaning on other. Because if you pray on my name, your name, uh, Buddha, Muhammad, it, 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 it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. But when you pray on the name of God and when you also call upon the name of Jesus, right, when, yeah. when you pray on those names, then God will give it to you. But you also well, have to do your part by seeking. Well, it, and you know what? It also brings me back to earlier in our lesson, um, you know, following, uh, you know, uh, the resurrection that we we celebrated. Uh, we, we started to go into the, the story of Christ talking to Peter when they, when they met again at the shores of Galilee. Right. And, and he, he had this conversation with Peter because um, Peter was kind of down and out. And when he seen Christ, he jumped out of his clothes, basically, right. and uh, jumped out of the boat. But he said, Peter, uh, do you love me? Peter was like, yes, I do love you. God um, will feed my sheep. And that gives me the understanding. Uh, if we love God, if we love Christ, if we love Christ, we love his church and we want to feed his sheep. And that's where we're at in our lives now, because, of course, I mean, I don't want people to to not to give when they have it, because the church, we need, you know, the church needs to continue to have its doors open because it's a place and it's and, and it's a staple of our community. Right. Even though people are we seeing people being drawn away from coming actually to the building and we're having all these different uh, um, platforms now. But the thing about it, God is moving across the face of this earth. His, 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 his ministry, those who are serious about uh, living for God, being truly, uh, um, um, being truly called by God, 
being truly moved by the will of God and truly dedicated to trying to to edify the kingdom and his people. You know, this is a, this is a different day uh, technology. And that's why I like to use this platform here that we have now. And I pray that God can uh, can uh, extend this even further right, right. in the future. And, um, you know, and I know that it takes money. So it says to bring all your ties into the storehouse. So you know, we got to bring that 10 percent in. But at the end of the night, it doesn't stop there. It, it doesn't stop at 10. If God if God puts it on your heart to give more than that, then that's what you do, because you don't want to miss your blessing. Right, right. If God placed that on your heart, you do what God told you to do. That's why when you said prayer, it is very important that you pray before you make your decisions and before you make uh, uh, um, different steps in life, before you, 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 you pray on it. Because the Holy Spirit will lead you. And that is a promise of God. And God is going to fulfill and has fulfilled all of his promises up to a point, And he's going to continue to fill his promises. Right. And the thing about it is God fulfills his promises. But we sit here and we just act like we don't have nothing to give back to him or his people. Boom. I mean, I mean, literally, you know, I know we know we know there's a lot of people who come to church, mm -hmm. walk in and walk right out. Right. And that's it. You know, people who who come and get help. Right. Abuse the help. But it's not for us after we do. it. That's why we have to keep praying, because as we do things for others, we can't expect the sudden change to come in their heart immediately, but know that what we did, what we did was what God wanted us to do. And it's going to work on them and work in their spirit, right. work in their heart. Because when we do it and do it with God first, uh -huh. then God is going to take control. Right. We just have to keep him first. Of course. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very, it's very important in all your ways. Acknowledge him. So when you're giving, and it's very important, and I, we've had this, me and you have had this discussion. Right. When you give someone, when they, you release that gift out of your hand and that person therefore takes that gift, mm -hmm. then you have, to, you have to open up the doors for more blessings to come. You can't even think about that anymore. You let go of that gift because you just did, you were just, you were only holding it for that person. God had you holding that gift to give to somebody else. Right. So chores in the first place so that's how you gotta have to you have to think about it like that you know and um but uh just the same generous being generous that doesn't mean letting people take advantage of you now that doesn't mean letting, uh, giving everything that you got but when god says give it give it right and to uh to add that generosity also comes with trust. If you read in the book of Proverbs chapter three, you know, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not, all your heart. do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. That's what I meant earlier by prayer, because you have to, because we, because we trust others so much. It's, it's to the fact that we don't trust God enough. And, I'm going to say why we don't do that, because we live a life based off of sight instead of faith, because when you want to connect back to generosity, it comes with trust and faith.
And faith means that you're not always going to see everything or expect everything that you get because we know that we physically can't see God, but with human right. and flesh, we can see it, and it makes our life become more of sightseeing. And sightseeing is just expectation while faith is perfect. That's why, you know, I'd say I'm able to trust, uh, I don't know, my friend, uh, grandmother, uncle, auntie, um, whoever, but at the end of the day, I truly don't know their true intentions because they're not a hundred. Maybe they're not a hundred percent about love. Maybe they're not in the agape, which is God, which is the Hebrew word for God's love. God's love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. And that's the thing. It, 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 love has a very big part in giving. Right. When you're giving from a generous heart. So it's, when you love somebody, you don't want to see them going without in gen in general. And you truly like, you know, say it's a sibling, say it's a, it's a parent, say it's a, a child of yours, because you know, for those or parents, um, you know, you don't want your child going without something, and you know, he or she uh, is affected by it, and other kids or other people having, you know, this is something that as, as a parent that you you want to fulfill. Uh, something in your child's desire. So uh, it, just in general, God fulfilled his promises with us in, 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 in giving us Christ. Right. And in Christ, in Christ, we ha he, he showed us a way to apply love as the greatest commandment. And I think with all of that, with that encompasses everything that we need, need to, to have to be equipped excuse me, to be equipped to, to, to give when it's time to give, to, to minister when it's time to minister, to preach when it's time to preach, to right. teach when it's time to lead when it's time to lead, to follow when it's time to follow. Right. You have to put all in love and with God ahead of it because he's going to lead. And I, I, and I, you know, as we come to this, this part, I just want, I want to come to a close for now because, um, we touched on a few things, and then, and we're gonna have a part two to this. And I, I just wanted to t touch on this right now with you. We're gonna, um, uh, we're definitely gonna get you on here later on if you can today. I was thinking about doing a part two later on, uh, but uh, there's some more that I want to touch on. There's some some more actual digging into what they were doing when they were presenting all of these things. Um, I'm talking about the children of Israel, the Israelites, and um, kind of just break it down. So I'm going to give you, you know, a chance later. I'm about to, uh, um, you know, revisit this with you. And I want to say, first and foremost, I appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. Oh, no and, problem. Uh, call with me today. If there's anything you want to say to the people, let them know right now. Because, uh, uh, you know, you got the floor pretty much. Yeah. Well, to all the people, you know, just be appreciative of life as, you know, our Lord and personal Savior, Jesus Christ, has given us a second chance. So, to all I recommend, just be appreciative and please respect other people's opinions, you know, because we all have different views and opinions. So, respect it as I will respect yours as well. But that's all I have to right. say. All right. That's good. Well, man, first and foremost, well, God, we just want to say thank you. For another day, thank you for another right. podcast. 
<laughs> Thank you for another uh, fellowship with my brother. You know, my brother from another mother that I love dearly. You know, he's a he's a very very intelligent, articulate young man. He's on fire for God. He is an inspiration to those around him. He he just doesn't know it yet, but he has a really 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 major calling on his life. That's you know, all I got to do is keep walking, and I see the things that are going to come in your life. And for all those who want to follow the will of God, the only thing that you can understand is that the promises will be fulfilled. All you have to do is trust and walk by faith and not by what, brother? Sight. That's right. All right, well, I'm going to get with you later, man, and uh, I'm going to catch up. All right. All right. For sure. All right, man. Thankful for the opportunity once again to partake in the subject of giving. I was doing some research on the matter and the Lord led me to uh, Matthew chapter 6 where I was talking about uh, where the treasure of a man's heart is. Where a man's treasure is, his heart will be also. And uh, I just wanted to chime in and, and, and just state the facts that, you know, uh, we as people, we value a lot of things as our treasure. But God should be our treasure because if God is our treasure, that's where our heart will be with God, you know, um, in the things of God and in the things that he delights and takes pleasure in. Um, it went further on it went further on in the scripture to say that uh, we're not Jesus cautioned us not to lay up treasures off, off on earth where a man could steal and take it from us or rob us but to lay up our treasures in heaven where it'll be eternally preserved you know, uh, generosity is more than just giving materially, but it's giving of yourself, your talent, your time, your treasure, your prayers. Your, your whole life should be a living sacrifice unto God, which is our reasonable service. But to do it in the spirit of, of charity and do it with a cheerful spirit and a spirit of happiness being being happy and, and rejoiceful in giving is the spirit that he wants it to be done in if it did happen it got messed up Moses came down up that mountain all the people that he just brought over the, the, the red sea he just came out the mountain and he, God was ready to get him he called God down he went down there and lost his mind. Lost his mind. He couldn't believe it. He didn't understand what God had seen. When he went down there, he went past where God was. God was going to kill him and destroy him. We got, we, 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 we've gotten so used to it. We it's like you believe God, but you don't. Mm -hmm. Teach it, teach it. Come on. Mm. We talk about it. 
We're religious, we just do it, we do it, we've been doing this out of habit, we come because our friends, our mothers, our fathers, whoever, amen. But yet again, do you really believe who God is? You got to do that for yourself. Do you really believe who God is? And when you believe who God is, there's just some things I'm just not going to do. Amen. Amen. Even when I was on my tours, there were just some things I wasn't going to do. There were some things I did I shouldn't have did, but there were just some other things I did. When I went to church, I went to church. I wasn't going there for nothing else. I needed some help. Amen. You ought to recognize when you need help. When you go to the hospital, you need help. Yeah. And you looking for them to help you. If they tell you, well, we can't find nothing with you, you be saying, there's something wrong with me. Uh -huh. <laughs> and if they don't do nothing for you, you're going to go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> I had the one man I in line. This man came to, he came to, he, he, I was working at group health. And this man came to the hospital. This man never been into the, into the clinic. And then all of a sudden he kept coming. And he kept calling, and, and, and they were back there talking about, he's always calling. He's always got issues. He always got problems. They just talked about this man. This man has some issues going on, and they didn't take time to listen to him and to find out what it was. The wife got tired and took him over to another clinic and found out the man had cancer. Sometimes we sit here and we treat people bad, and we don't know how and what's going on in their life. Stop it. Amen. We don't know. Pray for him. And a bad day, you might you might have to ask him, you, you all right? If they tell you you all right, keep on stepping. And pray for him as you believe. Because if they got a problem, they need to talk to somebody. The man was on the, on, on, on the housetop, had a flood going on. He was praying to God and praying to God. Send somebody to help. And they came by and they tried to get him. He said, I'm waiting on the Lord. He came by, another boat, I'm waiting on the Lord. They came by, I'm waiting on the Lord. All these boats them came by and tried to get help him and tried to get him. And then he ended up dying and he got to heaven and said, Lord, why didn't you, why didn't you send me no help? Well, why didn't you help me? He said, I done sent so many folks by, but you turned them down. A lot of people are turning down help from others because they're all hung up on themselves. It's about God going to work it out. Amen. Quit letting the, 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 the safety folks that save your life stop you. Amen. You're stopping yourself. Amen. You're stopping yourself. That person that's right there to pray for you. You don't know how close they are to God. Yeah, that's right. Quit sending them boats away and you hauling to God. And somebody's coming by and could help you, but you can't say that because they'll just send you to now waiting on the Lord. <laughs> Lord telling you he's waiting on you. Right. He's waiting on you. Yeah. Amen. He's waiting on you. Woo! Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Somebody say prayer. Prayer. Amen. Prayer, prayer. Amen. Discipline church. Amen. Discipline church. Church discipline. Amen. Friday at Matthew 18 and 17. We read the scriptures. 
It says a brother who has a personal quarrel with the other, with another brother is to be disciplined is to be disciplined in three things if three things exist. If he continues in open rebellion against the Lord, yeah, okay, church, yeah, okay, a brother who has a personal quarrel with another brother is to be disciplined. If three things exist, if he continues, we're talking about the rebellious brother system. If he can, if he continues in open rebellion against the Lord. If he continue to be gripped by the selfishness, covetedness, worldliness of this world. If he refuses reconciliation with his brother after the after three attempts yes. at reconciliation have been made yes, as spelled out by Christ. Amen. Bible says, well, the question is, what is discipline? Yes. The divisive brother, sister, is to be treated just as he is acting as an outsider. Mm, yeah. Just as a heathen and a publican. Mm -hmm. The heathen or sinner and publican were the very people for whom Christ reached out to. Yeah. People who just don't want to act right. Yeah. People who just don't want to do right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Christ is reaching out. You can't continue to reach out and then continue to bite your hand. Amen. That's how it works. Now, how it works. Amen. They can be treated like an outsider. Say they were outside the fold, but they were reachable. Yeah. Some of them were just right on the edge. Yeah. They're there, but they're not there. They're not part of what's going on in the church. Be a part of what's going on in the church. Yeah. Amen. I don't know. I haven't heard. Nobody tells me nothing. Announcement goes out. Announcement goes out. Announcement goes out. But I don't hear nothing. Nobody tell me nothing. I don't know nothing. Miss worships. Amen. All kind of other things. So you let's move it on. Move it on. Somebody say, move it on. They were outside the phone. They were reachable. It says the divisive brother or sister is acting as an outsider. He would not listen. They would, this way, they would not listen and respond to the humble and loving appeals for reconciliation. Therefore, he is to be left alone and not, and, and not bothered until he, they, is ready to listen and to be reconciled. Amen. He is refusing reconciliation and living as an outsider, just as the lost lives. According to the church, accordingly to the church, the church can do nothing but treat him as an outsider. Amen. The offending brother, let's say the party people himself, made the choice not to be reconciled. They have a choice. Everybody got a choice. Amen. Whether you're right or wrong, you got the choice. Yes, Amen. Make any choice you want. Nobody going to bother you. you and your choices. But remember, choices that you make, choices that, that, that this don't affect you. Right. Sometimes when you have a family and all of us have family, you are going to affect them also. Yeah. 
Sometimes we don't think we will, but we can. Our decisions that we make, we ought to be careful because it's not just us. We think it's just me. I ain't I want to do I'm grown. What can it be grown? It's a cost of being grown. So Loretta, it's a cost of being grown. Amen. It's a cost. It's a cost. Amen. Be careful how you say it. The offensive brother himself made the choice, not Dr. Rick's sign. He stood at the crossroads of reconciliation on three specific occasions. He is personally responsible for his decision. He is personally, they are personally responsible for their decision. The church reached out and reached out for the dear brother and sister. It, it made every, it made, it made every attempt to lead the brother to stop the divisiveness of divisiveness and to be reconciled. Whatever it is that you're doing is not right. I'm just telling you now, just stop it. Just stop it. I want the church to say, stop it. Stop, stop it. it. The life the brother, sister, they have chosen to live is his discipline. It is his decision to be an outsider instead of being reconciled to his brother, to the brother of his church. It is his decision to live in the world of sinners and publicans instead of living in the presence and reconciliation of God. Woo, somebody say, woo, woo. Amen. Stop there. Y'all to take the rest of this. Do I need to read this? Discipline of the brother is a discipline which allows the church to continue to reach out for the backslidden brother. Sinners and publicans are the very people to, to whom Christ went, went and to whom the church is to go to. Is to go, is to go, yeah. The discipline of the brother is let him be until thee as a heathen and a publican. Apparently Christ is saying, this, the church is to continue seeking after him as it deems wise, just as they seek after all outside. Amen. Realistically, I would attempt that the future reconciliation would probably too much, too much less offer. The dear brother hurt will have fewer opportunities to be stirred by those who love and care for him so deeply. Amen. We have to understand that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. We are believers. We should be well as they say, working for the Lord. Getting our differences and our ways out of the way and doing it God's way. Amen. When we start living as brothers and sisters and doing it God's way, there's more we can do. Amen. More we can focus on for the uplifting of God's kingdom. Amen. Some of us try to build our own kingdom without God. Be careful of the kingdom that you're building. Because you're building it on sand and it's sinking. It's sinking. Have a solid foundation. The rock. The rock is Jesus. Amen. There's no other foundation that you can stand upon and declare but the foundation of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
the church is one. The church is one. We are all believers. All believers. Every believer love one another. I'm going to say we don't agree on everything. You may not like the colors I like. I may not like the colors you like. But one thing we're going to do, we're going to be right in doing what God needs us to do. When you see championship teams winning championships, not everybody agree with one another. When they get out on the court or the field or whatever it is, they all have a job to do. And they're going to do that job to get in that, to win that championship. What are you doing for God? What part of the team are you? Are you under, because you know it's football season now. Amen. And they in training camp. And everybody trying to be impressive because they want to make the team. They go all out. Amen. To show their skills. Amen. Because they want to be on the team. Amen. Not just because of the money, but they want to be on the team. They think they don't work so hard that they ought to be part of the team. Amen. How, are you showing your skills to God to show them how much you want to be on his team? Or some of us just what? We just satisfied by just being a bench member. Amen. Sitting on the bench. You just say, I made it. Be more than just I made it. How effective can you be for God? Not for yourself, but for God. Everything is not drawn around me. When you got everything drawn around you, amen, then you can't see nothing else but yourself. The church is one. Everybody say the church is one. The way the church became one is because Christ came down and gave his life. That's how we became one. And you believe that he died. You believe that he buried. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You believe that he got up on the third day morning. With all power in his hand, you believe. You part of God's team. Quit sitting on the sidelines and saying, oh, I can't do nothing. You can do something. That's what we're going to be doing for the 12 weeks. You following God using your gift. Yeah. Because if we go into the new year, you're going to be using your gifts. Yeah. All right. yes, Amen. Yeah. I've been talking about gift now almost two years. It's time to start using them yeah. as you follow God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Time out. It's time out. Some of you say, oh, what am I going to do? We're going to figure it out. Right. <laughs> this is called ushers. Right. This is called ushers. Amen. They're gifted to be ushers. They know how to greet people. Yeah. They know how to treat people. Right. They know how to guide people. Because you got to guide them to the seat. Ushers meet people at the door. They don't know who's coming through the door. Ushers ought to be prayed up when they're standing at the door. Because you never know who's coming through there with them foul spirits. And you don't want the spirits to get on you. Amen. 
We have a prayer line. Amen. When worship begins, start praying. You ought to be praying before you come through the door. Because when people start releasing them spirits that they don't need, they're looking to get into somebody. Mercy, Lord. And you know how some people leave out here crazier than what they did when they came in here? Oh, God. Their door was open when they came on in. Yeah. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And some people going out just feeling good and everything. Because they released that spirit. Right. Yeah. They can't wear the wind. Yes, but you got to get up out of here. Yes, Amen. Bitch, warfare ain't no joke. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Cast the demons out of that man. Came, I think he came out of the uh, uh, graveyard. Mm -hmm. I think that was the one. Yeah. Amen. The legion of death. And jumped into the pigs. Yeah, yeah. Some of the spirits are jumping into some of us. Because we're not prayed up when we come to worship. I know we got other things in our life going on, but still pray. pray. <clears throat> Lord, I got some issues going on, but let me be so focused that none of those other things that other people may have, and God, you may release them and free them. I don't want that spirit. Because we we see some people who are crazy. Now, this ain't none of y'all, but have y'all seen some crazy people? All right, all right. In the church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they get free. Then you see somebody else acting crazy. Had the same old spirit the other person had, but they're free. Because they picked it up. Quit picking up bad spirits. Picking them up. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. Thank you, Lord. Talking about the discipline of the children. Notes here. I'll bring some notes next week to give out. I'm not going to go through that one. I got another one you take home and you study. We'll talk about it the week after that in Sunday school. Come down and we can discuss it. Next so two weeks from Sunday. Yeah, two weeks. I'll give next week and then, then next week we'll talk about it. The Sunday school. Questions or something. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Everyone is standing, everyone is standing. Yeah. If you trespass against someone, you stop it. Yeah. If you're gossiping and talking crazy, talking about everybody's business, you don't even know who their business is, but you're talking, they might share with you some things that's going on in their life. You get in and they share with you, don't talk to nobody else about it. If you can't handle what they're going to tell you, tell them, don't tell me. Tell them, I, 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 you better not tell me. Amen. Somebody said to this deacon, amen, the pastor had a meeting. And uh, he said, the meeting, in that meeting, he said to the deacons, he said, what we're going to discuss here, you got to, we're going to keep it here amongst the brothers. And you can't even talk to your wife about it. They said one of the deacons started crying. And 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 they said the, the pastor stopped and asked him, what's going on? And he said, I don't think I should be in this meeting as he's crying. 
And he said, well, why? He said, because if you tell me, she's going to get it out of me. Some of us are just going to get it out when somebody just asked, what was that meeting about? Oh, I'm telling you, there was this going on, this was going on, this was happening, blah, blah, blah. If you don't need to, if you don't need to know, you don't want to know, and you know you're going to spread it, don't listen to me. Tell them, God, if you ain't going to pray with them, pray for them, give it to God, and leave it there, don't take it. Do not take it. Because they're trusting you at that moment. And God might have had them to talk to you. Leave it there. If it's too much for you to bear, give it to God. That's why I say you got to be careful on what you take from what people give you. Some burdens, some things they may have, some hurts, some things may cause, it may hurt you. But you got to know without a shadow of a doubt that God is going to bring you through right along with you. Amen. So don't, 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 get, don't get caught up just to hear the juicy news. Some things are not juicy. Amen. There might be someone on today that have not given their life to the Lord.